Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans, wherever you are, I hope that you are well. I can't believe that it is August already, this year is absolutely flying in. But, it's exciting because between now and the end of the season, I think there are about 8 or 9 athletes stepping on stage just for myself, and Ali's also got a couple of people stepping on stage, so it's really looking like a, a good couple of months, uh, if not more, ahead for the team, but not only that, we've got people smashing out photo shoots, um, and body transformations as well, which is which is fantastic. Now, today's episode um, is kind of something that I guess I'm going to be giving my experience of my own journey on, um, but also I think it's really relevant to a few of my clients that have been training for a long time that are going through a similar process. And you might be someone out there as well that has trained for a, a fucking long time, and then all, all of a sudden, you know, maybe th- something in your life has changed, um, your values change, priorities changing, you can kind of no longer train how you used to, or you can no longer commit to it, and that would be dropping from what would usually be, let's say, five training days, um, some, of, some of you might train more, some of you might train six, but for the most part, let's say the majority of people out there are going to train five, train, dropping from five training days a week uh, down to perhaps four or down to, to three and there'll be a few of you out there listening that would say oh my god I would never do that um, I don't think I could I'm not sure if I'd get the same results etc etc and the reason I, I know that there are is because I used to be one of those people um, and it just I think it all comes down to where you're at in your journey and what you value at the current moment so if I was to just take you through my own journey with things uh, I started you know, I always lifted, but I was uh, started proper bodybuilding towards a you know competitive nature as of about twenty sixteen. Um, at that at that time, it was quite stupid. I think I trained about six on odd occasions, sometimes seven days, which I shouldn't have done. But anyway, after I competed um, in twenty seventeen, I dropped to five days and never really looked back. And for me, it was always in my head that I wanted to be a bigger bodybuilder. I wanted to be a better bodybuilder. There was a time period I didn't want to step on stage, but then when I did decided I wanted to do it again, I wanted to be the best I could be, I wanted to grow, I wanted to improve my weaknesses, um, and, and really bodybuilding somewhat, I would say, consumed my life, um, not, not in a bad way by any means, but just everything I did was was with a step towards being a better bodybuilder, and, and that meant that training a bit more frequently ultimately would mean I could hit muscles, as I said, more frequently, but I could get more growth adaptation from that, and and that was really what I kind of focused on or did for 2017, mid-2017, or you could say the start of 2017, all the way till really the tail end of last year. And in my head, it was wanting to try and be a, a British champ, want to try and win shows, you know, a little bit of vanity um, as well, trying to be like, oh, you know, don't be beat from the legs, you know, be, be, the, be the guy with the biggest legs on stage and whatnot. And I had this really... Uh, I, I would never even consider it like see see the me now I think that the old me probably couldn't listen to him and re- he could listen but he couldn't really relate to what he was saying or what I'll kind of go into um, so that kind of led me to when my son was born in October last year which was nine months ago come for ten months ago and it was at that point where um, for me a lot of change with bodybuilding I think that you kind of realise there's a lot more to life than bodybuilding, especially the assisted realm, um, because we know that in the assisted realm we kind of put our health um, in jeopardy a little bit if we do it for a long period of time. So for me, it was a no-brainer uh, when he came around looking at him, spending time with him, just being like, look, I want to I wanna be around for the rest of his days. So um, 
I knew that the uh, the the bodybuilding goals I had changed my mind to that you know I was like, I'll be class one. I was like nah, it's it's just not what just not what I want to do. Um, but I still for some reason I couldn't I couldn't drop to those five days. You know from October I had a some some time off of course, but from October time. You know, I fell very quickly back into the routine of training five days, um, and then it, it really got to the middle of December last year, where I just made a decision that, you know, I, I wanted to see my son more at the weekend and not have to rush off to the gym and, you know, have a poor session, come back, um, uh, and it was at that point I dropped to four days, um, and and in all honesty, like I would not go back to five days really ever again, and um, even when even when he's a wee bit older. Um, but that's going to be so many years down the line. And all that happened there, if you're listening, is that I went from valuing something that, like, right, all my training was, yes, it's enjoyment, but it was based towards a competitive nature, to now it was like, right, i probably not sure when I'll compete again, if I will, because um, now we've got baby number two coming. coming. Um, and that being said, I want to spend more time with them. I could easily drop to four, no problem. Uh, and there was, and if you're thinking about it, right, I understand you've got this irrational worry, this irrational fear of letting go of that fifth day that you won't make, quote-unquote, as much of the gains as you used to make. You won't be as strong, you won't be as big, you won't be as much progress, you're not as a hardcore bodybuilder as others, when really it is all bullshit, because when you do, when you do drop to, from five days to, say, four, in this instance, right, you could go five to four, four to three, whatever it is, um, you, you, if the process is the same, you could still get stronger, you know, calorie surplus. You could still get leaner from a calorie deficit. And what I found is that dropping to to four days for me, it's still the biggest I've been. It's still the strongest I've been. Uh, the most amount of muscle I've held at this weight, and least amount of body fat at this weight as well. So, for me, it actually allowed me more recovery time, um, as well as more opportunity and more time to spend with uh, with my son at the weekends, um, which is ultimately um, something that's now huge on my list of values um, but for yourself out there um, you know let's think about other reasons because you might be saying says Vaughn I'm probably never going to have kids I, I, I don't know if I want kids and listen fair play I used to say that one day I actually said those words to my wife when we were younger and here we are now uh, married with uh, with one one baby and then another one on the way in two under two for next year but listen you might be someone who has um, bodybuilding for a long time and then all of a sudden your career takes um, a drastic step forward. Maybe you're required to, to travel for that. Maybe that's across the world, across the country or whatever it is. And then you start to realise that those competitive goals you had about step on stage and winning shows or regionals or, or British titles or whatever it is, they become a little bit less fulfilling. You know, you, you don't get as much enjoyment out of that because you're thinking, right, well, actually, I've got this opportunity with my work to progress my career in the right direction, the way I want to go. I'm climbing the ladder um, and it just it might seem just more important however you might be someone that's like at the start of your journey saying but there's nothing as important as bodybuilding and I, I can relate to that I completely understand that because I used to be like that but what I'll say is that you'll get older and you'll realise that there is bodybuilding will always be a part of your life but the good thing is about bodybuilding is it doesn't have to be every day it doesn't have to be six days or five days training it can be less and I promise you you'll still be able to make progress when you do drop to four um, and for, for me next year it'll probably be dropping to three for a, a wee while um, and it might stay at three it just depends on kind of how 
how uh, our routine is with um, the next baby. And I, I will I will drop to three days, no problem whatsoever. Um, no hesitation. I won't have the fear I had. I think it took me, you know, as I says, October to mid-December, it took me a wee while, you could say. But whereas now, I'll instantly drop from four to three, literally the click of a finger within a week, no problem. And just change my split because, uh, as I says, there's there's other there's bigger things in bodybuilding, competitive bodybuilding for me. Uh, as I said, I'll always bodybuild in some way, shape, or form, um, training wise, what I do in the gym, the progressions, what I'm aiming for. But the goals of becoming the absolute biggest bastard that I can be, um, and being a class one bodybuilder aren't aren't there um, anymore. Um, don't get me wrong, I, I'd love to compete again uh, whenever the time comes, but I do do value health and I do value just being a, being a, being a good dad and being there um, and being around for, for the rest of the day. So, as I said, I'm never going to say never. Um, I'm just not sure when the next time will be because originally, you know, earlier on this year, uh, maybe the start of the year, I was, I was on about 20, I was on 2023 next year, um, but it doesn't look like that's, that's going to be uh, feasible or something that I want to do. So, you might be thinking, right, Yvonne, well, Okay, I'm 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 up for changing my split from uh, say five days to four, or to, to three. But I'm not too sure how to go about it. How would I uh, how would I drop things? How would I change things? And I guess this is where if you're if you're not someone that's confident with programming, of course, have already your coach um, about things. Chat to someone that, that kind of maybe knows what they're doing in that sense. But maybe you're someone that, that, that does their own programming and you don't have a coach because or you've you've dropped them because of the the increasing energy uh, prices or just cost of living, you know, you've, you've, you've had to go on your own and that's fair play. Um, I've had many clients over the past few months that have had to part ways with, um, unfortunately, just due to that. And it's really sad, uh, but hey, it, is, it just is what it is. But, so let's say, <coughs> let's use two, two different examples. Let's say you're a guy first and then we'll go into to the ladies. What would we do? So this is where you have to prioritise or reprioritize what you were training um, and what your focus was. So you might be someone out there that trains like the standard push-pull legs, uh, upper body and legs, or whatever that is. Um, or you might be someone like me, um, who was very much focused on bringing up his chest and his arms, which was, for me, it was pull, lower, push, posterior, and push. So it was two push days in there. So really simple for me was to be able to just drop one of those push days now, at the same time, I still want to be a better bodybuilder because that's what I see volume, that's what I enjoy. So I think, right, well, I think my back's okay. So that original pool day that I had, rather than make it a pool day, let's make it an upper day. So then for me, my split goes upper, lower, off, push, posterior, off, off. So that posterior session, I'm hitting my back anyway, so it was a no-brainer for me to just reduce back volume on uh, upper. Uh, it's like on that first session, and, and the pull session, that was usually a pull, sorry. Um, if you were using the, the usual sort of push-pull legs, upper leg split or whatever, you could just go upper, lower, upper, lower. There's there's no has to be this way, has to be that way. It's got to be, like everything, it's got to be personal to to what your, what's your body like, how does it respond, how much volume does it need. Like I know that I've not changed my quad volume in god five years i put a post about this last week on instagram i'm not changing it for five years so i just saw no need to manipulate that i'll just keep it as is as a rack and get stronger and bigger off of that no problem and um, but i know i'm going to need x y and z on like my chest and my arms um so as i said like it allowed me to have two full days off at the weekend 
um, which honestly from a recovery perspective is awesome. I'd love to say I'm now able to, to lie in a lot longer, but when you have a baby, you realise that long lies are a thing of the past. And um, it's, it's actually not bad for me because I'm, I'm, I'm up early anyway, cracking on with check-ins, whether that be, um, you know, Monday to Friday or at the weekends when I've got clients competing. But yeah, that just becomes, becomes the norm. Now, what about if you are a, a female? And let's say you're a bikini girl and you've got to the point where you think actually, you know, training five days, it's no longer in line with my values and what I want. Maybe maybe you want to start a family or something like that. You want to have a bit more time. It just you don't want to consume you don't want it to consume you as much as it as it as it does or has done, or you're not willing to let it. So let's say you are training lower body, upper body, lower body again, maybe that's more of a quad focus session. Maybe train up it again and then like more of a, another lower, but maybe it's more sort of glutes. Maybe glutes and maybe tag on delts or something like that. So a simple drop for that could just be lower upper, lower upper. You could just simply remove that last uh, sort of glutes and delts session or that last lower session, just train the four days. You could manipulate your training volume across the week. Um, you could then change the exercises, take some that were on that glutes and delts session and re- put them in... Um, put them in your lower one or lower two session and just simply rather than make that a glute session a quad focus session just it's, it's an all-in-one you know what i mean um but again it depends on like are you someone that has big quads um are you someone that needs more glute etc etc or what i found with some females uh, a pretty good split for them is to if it's four days to go to lower upper off lower off full body off now, yes, I understand that it doesn't give you two full days off. However, if you were still really serious about wanting to bring up your physique, then you, you maybe wouldn't want to have a lower session going into a session where there is some lower movements. Now, you, you probably could still make it work. I know there's females out there. You guys are badass. You guys recover well. But if you're still focused on bringing in performance, um, you could just go with the, the day in between. Um, because let's say... Let's say on that lower two session, it's quads, but you tag on glutes, and on the full body, you decide to put in like a hip hinge, a stiff leg deadlift, an RDL. Um, that's going to be ta- like you're still going to be taxed from the day before. Um, but it's not to say that there are females out there that can't do it. I've seen many of them um, do it. It's just I found that that works um, well having the, the rest day in between lower and full body. I think sometimes the hardest part is the usual sort of structure, the routine across the week that you're used to, you maybe have always had the same days off. So you might be someone that has always trained at the weekend and maybe you've always had, I don't know, Thursday off and now you have to train a Thursday. So then at times, again, irrationally, you can have a little bit of anxiety about having to train on Thursday. But I'll be, I'll be honest with you, the minute that you drop to five, sorry, drop from five to four, you'll wonder why you ever worried um, or had that irrational fear. Um, it was just simply taking that step, taking that leap, which it is a big step. It is a big leap to, to, to drop. And this this whole podcast might seem really silly to someone out there who maybe they do bodybuild, but they don't um, value it as much as others. They maybe don't compete as much as others. Or sorry, maybe they don't compete and they have no, no interest in it and they're fine missing a session. Um but to someone out there that is a competitor, like th- this is the be-all end-all, this is their life. Um, so please do, if you are someone out there that knows someone who's thinking about it and they are, they're worried or whatnot, please do just send this podcast, even drop me in my DMs. Because uh, that took me a while. And then um, Clara, who's probably listening to this as well, 
um, she she dropped from five to four, and I remember we spoke about it. We honestly must have spoke about it. I want to say three months ago, and she went, "What what would a split look like?" So I came up with a split center, and I went, "It would look like this." And she's like, "Oh yeah, cool. That's that, that's cool. I'll think about it." And then three months later, she was like, "Right, I'm I'm ready. I want to take the leap." So it can just take that little bit of time, um, but honestly, the minute that you um, the minute that you change, you won't go back. And I think some of the drawbacks for me. Um, if I was to, to be open and honest with you, I need, if I want to step on stage again and do better, uh, I need to bring up my chest and my arms, which is uh, fairly fairly evident if you look at the, the visuals, look at the photographs and you know much about bodybuilding. And um, what I find is that, yes, for the most part, my arm volume was, was more when I was training five days. And I was like, right, when I drop it to four, I'll keep my arm volume the same. Here's the thing, I still fucking hate training arms. It just like, for no, no other reason than it just bores me, I, I can't go as all in as I can on a hack squat, as I can on the stiff leg deadlifts, as I can on any back movements. Um, so I found myself at times not necessarily like skipping it, but it, it was like, right, Mondays I train upper and then I do my biceps and triceps at the end of the session. Um, and then that session was just taking so long. So then I was like, right, I'll do triceps at the end of that session and I'll do biceps on the leg day and that was fine but then it gets to some leg days which is the day after for me and then I've just fucked by the end of it or I just forget you know what I mean because I've not got that such aggressive goal in the forefront of my mind saying build bigger arms so you could be more jacked on stage and you can do better and so I guess that it's kind of uh, I've kind of backed off a little bit with that could say maybe being a bit of a shite bag with it, but there's there's probably quite a lot of people out there that that hate training arms just as much as I do. Um, but hey, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, that's one thing I've noticed is is maybe you could say have I got lazy or have I just got a bit more lax days? Because I think that I've just become a bit more accepting of like right, well, I, I'm not sure when I'll do this again. Um, I don't know if I want to be the biggest dude. I'm quite happy with my size at the current moment. I'm quite happy with how big my arms are. I don't necessarily get missing a missing a, a session not not a session but missing missing tagging on them at the end of legs ain't the bad thing because uh, I'll hit them again on the pushing arm session and again that that turned into like right, the pushing arm session was taking a while so right I'll do biceps at the end of that and I'll do triceps at the end of posterior and then again I get down to posterior it's a Friday uh, maybe we're doing something with family as a family there after later on the afternoon so then I'm like that oh, fuck I just want to get home um, so again it just hopefully that gives you an example of um, a, a change in, in values and whatnot, and a change in training, because I never, like, I never used to be like that, but um, it just simply, as I said, it, it can just happen um, because of, of, of the change of importance, but also maybe the change in the competitive nature of your goals. Some of you out there might be thinking, right, well, if I'm, I've dropped to four, but what if I wanted to, to drop to three, um, which again can be a, probably a big worry or concern, but less, less so, if you have already, if you have already done it, right? If you already dropped from five to four. So for me next year, um, I know that it would be an upper, lower and an upper session. Um, I would probably keep the, you know, the posterior part, the the stiff legs, I'd keep them in or a hip hinge. Or you could even call, you could even probably class it. For me, it would be like upper, lower, and then almost like a full body. Um, and that would be, that, that would, that would see me allowed to like hold the size that I wanted to hold, um, get a bit stronger, 
this I mean this is all all if I was to continue to, to push with anabolic side of things which I, I probably won't um, so I'll train in a little bit of a different manner uh, maybe a little, more, a little more higher volume stuff higher rep stuff just a different sort of stimulus um, if you are a female out there then you could probably literally hit full body um, three days a week no problem you could hit Monday if it was Monday Wednesday Friday let's say you can literally full body each day and recover absolutely fine for the next session. Again, it depends on your competitive goals. If For a lot of you out there, if you ever followed JP, remember when he spoke at the start of his journey, he was doing full body splits. Uh, there was one post I think he put up. This was like, okay, I don't know how many years ago this was, but I'm sure if you spoke to him about it, not that you might... No, you know, no, I, I'm not on uh, those sort of terms. I could just message JP, but you might be. Um, I'm sure if you spoke to him about it, he would he would tell you there was a period of time when he won shows or he you know competed in that that he was doing full body splits and um, it just shows you what can be achieved. You know, JP's probably the, the biggest or the most muscle dude I've ever seen uh, on the planet. Um, I know he's a bit lighter now, but um, as I said, you know, you could easily drop to, to three days no problem and probably have less there'll be less resistance to do that. Um I know for me, I'll probably always train the same way you know I did a podcast with Christian uh, from Physique Collective not too long ago uh, those of you remember and he talked about reps and reserve and the escalation model for me I just I don't, I don't know if that might come into play at some point later on down the line but it probably won't be anytime soon but that's a different way, way of training that you can ultimately progress but I'll probably look to um, over the next I don't know over the next year look to downsize a little bit um, not necessarily like try and get away get away muscle mass but you know, I'm sitting at 130 kilos and uh, that's great and it's all well and good for like vanity purposes and want to be a big dude but for the, my heart it's maybe not not great so um, I'm thinking of pulling down to about 120 or just under and then seeing if I could hold that based on my just habitual nature with uh, nutritional habits because um, right now obviously I'm not tracking the weekends Um but yeah, that's kind of my goal. Pull down 120, um, there thereabouts, and then when the second baby comes along, which will be June, January, but could be earlier, um, I'll probably go TRT for a wee while because at that point I'll, you know, I've always said if if you haven't been following me, I've always said that this push that I'm having is probably the last big push for, you know, I, I don't know how long, um, and. It's been it's been fun. It's been a wild ride. I've been uh, recomped a little bit um, before we went to Dubai at the start of the year, and um, then thereafter, uh, just been pushing since about April time or Mar- March April time, um, and now it's probably I've got about a month left um, of of this this push, um, which has been fun. It's been the strongest I've been, but I think that it's probably time as of September October. I'll give myself about eight weeks to to pull off that weight, um, which. I think it'll come off pretty easy um, if I just go like fairly lower calories. Um, and then that gives me sort of November time, December to just bump calories up and um, see if I could hold, see what my strength's like um, and, and find just a new way of training, a new way of enjoyment because ultimately, like if you're an assisted dude, you just you just can't be as strong at TRT as you were on, um, on when you're blasting. I, I think that you could probably hold, let's say, 90% of your strength there thereabouts but you have to accept that little bit of a dip but I think that the frustration for me is the lack of progression so this is where I got to find a new way to progress um, whether that be you know completely changing tempos um, and just accepting a slow rate of progression because the goal will not be to to push back up to 130 I don't think 
because uh, it's heavy up here. Someone actually asked me on Instagram um, a couple of weeks ago now to how does it feel being 130 kilos? And I was like, it feels just as heavy as it sounds. Um, like when you tell someone actually, you know, you're, I think it's like 20, 21 stone, like which a lot of kind of quote unquote normal people or non bodybuilders, that's the, the unit of measure that they work in. Um, when you tell them that, if I was to tell them that and not show them a photo of me, they'd probably think, oh, fat bastard. Um, which of course is <laughs> quite derogatory, but um, if uh, they, they saw a visual of you, then it'd be a bit different. But I still think, as I said, 130k is, is 130k, whichever way you look at it, it's, it's pressure on the heart. So um, my heart's all good. I got ECG um, and an e so I got an echocardiogram done and a calcium score test done last year. And my heart's all good, but I'm not naive to know that if I didn't continue to push like this for years, that it would be. Uh, there would be some maybe some consequences, um, and I'm thirty two. You know, I'm thirty three next year, not getting any younger. Um, and as I said, you can push the assisted realm of side of things for a, a push the envelope for for a few years, but then if you continue to push in the later years, then I think you're a bit of a fucking idiot. To be fair, and um, I'm not going to be one of those. So yeah, guys, listen. I think that's it for me. Um, I hope that this episode has helped. If you are out there thinking about dropping from five days to to four to three. Um, as I said, I'd encourage you to do that if your values and your goals have changed and not, not to keep hanging on and feel like you're beating your head against a drum. I know I was, and I, I, was, I was starting to hate that fifth session at the weekend when I was spending time away from my, my wee boy and my, and, and, my, and my wife. So dropping to those four days has been uh, been great for me, and I'm sure that next year I'll drop to three and it'll be fine. If you are competing anytime soon, uh, I will be at shows this month, uh, I will be at FitEx Telford, uh, I'll be at UKFBA in Hayward, uh, which is on the 20th, uh, FitEx and the 21st is UKFBA. The week after, I will be at Maidenhead, uh, the two bros, um, and then in September time, I will be at Milton Keynes for the UKAP show in September, uh, 17th of September. Um, so if you are kicking about, please do come and say hi. It's always great for someone when someone comes over and says, oh, hey, I listen to your podcast. Because I always, like, when I'm at these shows and stuff like that, I always forget that I do this. Um, so when someone brings it up, I'm like, oh, fucking cool. Um, and it's awesome just to hear you guys' stories about, you know, you as bodybuilders, as athletes and whatnot. And if, if any of this information on this podcast has helped your journey, I want to know about it. And um, hopefully it's, 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 it's helped in a, a positive way. Um, we're now beginning to, to think about next year already. Um for our athletes, I know that. And if you're out there and you want to compete, this year probably is done for you. Um, unless you do a show in... I mean, unless you're pretty lean and you do a show in November or something like that, which there's not many, um, you're probably going to be thinking about next year. And if you, are, if you aren't working with a coach, I'd encourage you to do so now because how you prepare and plan for that um, is so crucial and so essential. Like... I have athletes that have come aboard this month uh, that are competing next year that give them their due. They don't know how to pose yet, but they're going to learn. They have to recomp, but they're doing that right now. So in this sort of like two month, like August, September, maybe October, they're going to be getting themselves in a better position for prep next year. They're going to be learning the posing so that when the time comes, it's just fluid, it's sick of nature, and really kind of put themselves ahead of the game rather than if they had come on board with just say like, oh, I've got a show in 18 weeks. Um, which I don't often do now, to be fair. If somebody says I've got this show and it's in 16, 18 weeks, I, I often won't take them on straight away. Um, I much prefer having a longer time frame to make sure you're in the best position possible to, to look your best, but also be competitive and grab a placing. Because, hey, let's face it, we, we don't step on stage to, to make up the numbers. Uh, of course, in this game, placings aren't guaranteed, and 
you know others can show up that just are better and kick our ass and that's just part of the sport I always say that winning's part of the sport as is losing so if you are thinking about it for next year um, you know we would love for you to be part of the team um, and all you've got to do is really reach out to us more than likely on Instagram uh, you could email us but you'll probably get a more a quicker reply on Instagram um, drop us a DM and, and you know we'll get you booked in for a free concert call get you set up and uh, we'll be excited to, to watch you step on stage because we try although we're based in Scotland we do try and, uh, our best to get down to shows as I said there's three shows that I'm going to within a you know, a four-week period um, across the country because I've got athletes, as I said, about eight of them competing um, between now and the end of the year. All competing at different times and other shows in different weeks, but there's usually two or three each weekend. But I've tried to put in as many in those ones I'm going to as I possibly can. So please come see us, guys. Um, wherever you are, whatever you do, give it the beans.